0: Hello and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello, and welcome back to Tech Champagne. I'm Elisa Wilcox, your host, and we're doing things a little bit differently today. So I run a mastermind. It's called the VIP mastermind. And in the mastermind, we have trainings every few weeks. And today, we had a training from a podcast coach, podcast manager. She is magic. And so one thing I really talk about often is repurposing content. So today, what I'm going to share with you here on the Tech Champagne podcast is the training from our VIP mastermind call from this week. So I hope you enjoy. Send any questions my way and take a listen. Thanks. So before I
1: get started into like why podcasting is so amazing and why you should think about starting one for your business, Um, and even not for your business too, like it doesn't even have to be for your business, which is so cool about, about podcasting. Um, I'm just going to introduce myself a little bit more and, uh, tell you my background and how I kind of got here because it's, it's all God. Um, so for the past year I've been doing web design. Um, I started my virtual assistant business in October of 2021, really quickly pivoted into web design, loved it. And then in June of last year, I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. I wanted more web design clients. Um, took a deep dive and launched my podcast in October. It's called mama knows business. Um, it almost has 1600 downloads and I'm barely even touching it. So that's awesome. Um, and I quickly realized, wow, I, I love this way more than web design. And so I just very, very quickly changed the game. I stopped offering web design. I started offering podcast management. I started offering, uh, podcast launch services quickly got my first client, um, and it, it just all spiraled so quickly. And so now my business is called Moms Who Podcast. So it's my goal to help moms uh, launch their podcasts. Um, they have an online business. They want a next step. They want something to automate and be on autopilot for them while they're with their kids. Um, and so that is what I do in my business. Um, so there's a little bit about a, a little bit of background about me. Um, I'm a mom of five, so I have five kids. Um, oh my God. And I also just recorded an episode that went live last week about how, how I'm able to record with five kids. And the simple answer is I record when they're in school um, and when they're asleep. And that's my only options because I like to record in silence. Like right now, my husband, he's asleep. He he got off work early this morning. He's asleep. My kids are at school, even though my daughter, she'll be home in about 20 minutes. I got everything down to a science. <laughs> um, so, I know the prime times to record. So, I just had to say that. Um, okay. So, podcasting is amazing. And a lot of people think that podcasting is saturated, but it's actually not. There are 2.5 million podcasts out there right now. However, only like 4,500, am I saying that right? 450,000. There we go. 450,000 are actively publishing new episodes. So, what does this mean? It means that there is room for you in the podcasting space. And it means that podcasting is not saturated. Um, There are more podcast listeners than there are Netflix accounts. um, And there are more blogs than there are podcasts, which means, I mean, we all know blogging is, I mean, I don't want to say saturated, but a lot of people have blogs. Right. Um, And so why I like saying these two um, facts is because podcasting is not saturated. So there is definitely room for you. So please don't think that, Oh, somebody already has a podcast about that. So I don't want to do that. Um, and this is what I tell my clients. This is what I say on my podcast all the time. Um, and I don't know if I said that by the way, I launched uh, Mom who podcast the podcast in early January. So I actually have two podcasts. Um, and I say this all the time. Nobody has your voice. Nobody has your experience and nobody can tell, even if you're talking about the same thing, nobody can say it in the way that you can. Um, and so, I have about six reasons why podcasting is such a great step for your business. Um, the first reason is it is a great way to network and meet new people. Um, I've met amazing people through podcasting. Um, I get email pitches every single day, and some of them are weird. By the way, you have to watch those podcast pitches. At least until you get them too. At least to you yes, get them too. I yeah, do. they're weird, and they don't even have like my name right. It's just like, did you really listen to my episode? But anyways. Um, It's a great way to network and meet new people. Um, And number two is podcast guesting is really big right now um, for a good reason. It gets your business in front of new people. So it's just a great way to go on somebody else's show and tell them what you do. And it's a great way for somebody to come on your show and let them have the floor for a little bit. And interviews are amazing. They are the least amount of editing that you have to do um and you can just put them up really quickly and have content for that that week or even after when I say week I mean you know publishing the episode and doing that initial thing and then it just kind of works for you on the back end um number three is it so much fun um like Alyssa said I love talking I so this just naturally worked for me um Number four, which is my absolute favorite, you can totally sell your services and your products right there on your podcast. I like to use this as an example because I think it's so funny, but um, I've only listened to a few podcasts before I started podcasting. And um, I'll use Trent Shelton as an example. I don't know if you guys know who he is, but he's an ex-football player turned motivational speaker. He's amazing. And it's so funny because when the ads that he runs and he's famous, right? So he'll be talking about like life stuff. And then an ad will come on. Um, hey man, you guys got to check out this bed. It's so comfortable. Go to Trent Shelton for a coat off. Like you can make money off your podcast that way, like showcasing other products and stuff, but you can just literally make an ad yourself, which is what I do and just sell um, your products and your services right on your podcast. And you don't even, you can do that as well as direct people to where you want to go. Do you want them to join your new program? Do you want them to join your email list? Do you want them to go to your Facebook group? There's so many different options. Um, and number five is with podcasting, you get a loyal following and some loyal listeners as people listen every week. And even if they don't listen to every episode, you'll pop up once they subscribe to you and they'll listen, they'll check back in. Um, and then I said six, but I actually have two more. So the next one Mm -hmm. is podcasting is not easy but it's also not as hard as you think it is. So once you get it down, once you know what you're doing, it's a breeze. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is podcasting is great to just repurpose your content. You make one podcast episode, then you make a blog post, then you make a social media post, and then you make your email list post. So it all works together in your favor and it just kind of works. Um, so all in all, I love podcasting and it's amazing um, and I know that Alyssa, you had a few other questions that you wanted me to address. So I would love to answer anybody else's questions or what kind of questions are coming up for you guys as you guys hear me talking about it. Um, but I'm very passionate about podcasting.
0: Yeah, this, I, I'm excited. I didn't know those stats about, um, Netflix more yeah. podcasters than they're, I'm getting it backwards. Anyway, your stats are yeah. awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I sent you a few questions here before we hit record. Yeah. Um, and I, I think just because my brain goes to like systems and setup and like tools yeah. and like the specifics. yeah, meat of it. Um, yeah. How do you choose music for your podcast? Like the intro, outro? How do, where do yeah.
1: you Yeah. <laughs> so I, there's multiple ways, obviously. And that's one thing too, let me just say that, that paralyzes a lot of people. There's so many ways to do so many things. Um, but my favorite way to get music is by going to audiojungle.net and Mm. it's super simple. You just click under music and you click the genre, um, and like you can click pop and then you can go deeper into pop, tropical, happy, other, I can't think of any other ones, but you can just go into a deep dive and there's a lot of strategies that I actually teach because there are some songs that are so popular. They have like 50,000 sales on it and then there's other songs that are gems but only like 20 sales and so you're going to be like standing out because your podcast music isn't going to be the same as everybody else's um yeah but I I love podcast music I think it's so much fun but yeah I go to audio jungle and just pick the genre
0: and then like mine I know is set up on an RSS feed and this might get a little on the tech side so Mine yeah. is set up on RSS.com, I believe, or .net, I don't know, um, which then pushes it out to Apple Podcasts, yep. um, Google Podcasts, Spotify, I think and yep. one or two others. Um, yeah. w- is that how you would suggest a setup or is there, I know there's Anchor and a few other sites. That you yeah, too. absolutely.
1: So no matter what podcast host you choose, and they, they might, some of them might be different. Um, so I use actually two different podcast hosts. So for and Business, I use Podbean. And then for Moms Who Podcast, I use Captivate. And um, you, it's kind of awesome because you set it up one time and you get an RSS feed once you set up your account. And then once you set up your account inside of Captivate or Podbean or Buzzsprout or wherever you choose, or even Anchor, um, sometimes it's as easy as clicking a button. And then other times it's a little more technical where you have to take your RSS feed and go to, like, say, if you want it on Stitcher, You'll have to manually add it in there, but it's only one time. And then once you add it onto that platform, every single time you publish an episode, it just automatically pushes out. You don't have to do anything else. Um, and you can also schedule your episodes too, which is obviously huge. Um, huge. So you can batch your episodes, have set it out for a month out if you wanted to. Um, yeah, definitely recommend that. doing it that way.
0: And then editing, you mentioned editing. You mentioned Stitcher for editing. I've heard of Stitcher before, but I've not been on it. Um, How do you handle editing on your side and what would you recommend for new podcasters?
1: Yeah, so Stitcher is not an editor. Not that I know of, it's a platform. But I, I actually edit, I use three different things and that's just because they're all different and I like them. But for somebody new, I just recommend Audacity. Audacity is really easy to use. For me, it looked overwhelming, but that's because I didn't know how to use it. Um, Mm -hmm. But Audacity, and I believe there's like YouTube videos as well. Um, But honestly, when I edit, it takes me however long my episode is. That's how long it takes. Because so if I do a 25 minute episode, it takes me about 25 minutes to edit because I'm listening and I'm just deleting as I go and calling it a day. I'm not doing anything special. Um, I will also mention Descript. Have you heard of Descript before? No, what does that do? girl <laughs> so, so descript it is paid they do have a free version um but it's like a word document and for my brain it just works so as I'm speaking it's laying out the words I have a full transcript for my blog post obviously I have to heavily edit it though for to actually be a blog post um, but it gives me the full transcript and then they have this really cool feature called studio sound so I literally just click a button and it makes my audio like pristine amazing and then um another feature I like is they have a filler word removal so I click a button all my ums are gone and then if I was on the higher plan which I'm not I could delete um all my likes and you knows and all the other stuff I say but I don't really care too much about that um but yeah I can just delete all my ums in a click before I was backspacing. I didn't even know that I could delete all my ums until I was editing for a client and I was like, I didn't know I could do this for this long. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really enjoyed these scripts. Um, and they're they're all amazing in in their own ways. And there's also editing features inside of Audacity that makes your audio sound better. Um and then GarageBand, if you have a Mac, GarageBand mm-hmm. is totally free. Um and the thing about these programs is you just cannot be overwhelmed. Just just Dive into it. There's videos on their websites or on YouTube, and just pick one and just use it. um GarageBand for me took a while because GarageBand is was made for like musicians, right? So as soon as you open up GarageBand, if you record, you're going to hear this clicking, and apparently that's supposed to help the musician stay on beat. So I have to <laughs> unclick that. I have to move the time, and I have to unclick something else. But once I do all that, it's good. So you just have to pick pick a platform and know or not a platform, but pick a software and then just get to know it. And as soon as you get it, you'll get it and it'll be great.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The alternative to that, um, you know, it's important to as business owners to figure out what you don't want to do. And for me editing Mm -hmm. a podcast, I don't want to, I know I don't want to do it. And if I didn't have help with that, I, I would have 40 episodes sitting on my computer, (laughs) never, have gone anywhere. Yeah. So I, i I know that about myself. So a mm-hmm. little hack there is to get someone to edit for you. Um, you can find people on Fiverr to do that for you. It's insanely inexpensive. Um, you can have a virtual assistant do that for you. The, mm-hmm. the process that I run is I record and put it in a Google drive folder. My virtual assistant takes it, edit it, edits it, creates a graphic, puts it back into the Google drive folder. Um, and then takes that episode also puts it on the RSS feed and kind of goes from there. So everybody's process Mm -hmm. is going to be a little bit different depending on the pieces that you want to do. All I want to do is record and that's it. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: I I know myself, that's probably all I'm going to do, but it's great. I've heard of using GarageBand to edit before. Um, Mm Descript. That's great. You know, we always talk about repurposing content like this recording right now is going to be on the tech champagne podcast but it's actually a vip mastermind call that will be repurposed so i think it's really smart to have transcripts of your podcast you can use those for blog posts you can use them for email blasts for social media posts sort of anything
1: yeah and there's other ways too. so like if you're not using these scripts let's say you are using audacity um you can totally i don't i mean i don't i have to do some research but Um, because I haven't had to do it, but you can go somewhere else and upload your audio and then just get a transcript that way too.
0: Oh, nice. I like Mm -hmm. that. And then what about ads? We were talking a little bit about, are you, you mentioned monetizing your podcasts. Mm -hmm. So so say you've recorded it, you've got a system in place to edit, get it up on the platform. It goes out. How, how are we monetizing our podcasts? I know you mentioned some ads before, but how do you get sponsors and things like that? Yeah. So you can
1: reach out um, and you can reach out to people who you feel would be a good fit to sponsor your podcast or also um, they will come to you as well. And it's not going to be like right away. So at the beginning you might have to, you know, do some work to get a sponsor. Um, But my favorite way to monetize is just selling your services on your podcast every single episode. Um, That's my favorite way. Um, But there is, there's other ways too. like, depending on what host you have, they have like programs and stuff where you can, do whatever they need you to do. I don't even know what that is, um, but they have programs where they can help you monetize it as well. Help you get uh, new eyeballs on your podcast, or I should say new ears on your podcast. <laughs> um, and then also I use headliner, which is mm-hmm. to make a um, audiogram for Instagram. And there's even ways on there. Like you have to pay, but like you can, okay. So what happens is once you make your audiogram, while it's downloading, you're forced to listen to a podcast. Like it just pops right up. Um, and that counts as a download for whose podcast pops up. So, um, you could also like pay them. And then when people are using headliner, your podcast might pop up and then you'll get more downloads that way. So there's tons of ways, tons and tons of ways. Mm. I have not dove into all of them because my favorite is just simply showing up and repurposing my content and pitching my services right on my podcast. But there are so many ways, um, to do that. And you can even do, like I said before with Trent Shelton, as an example, um, you could do affiliates too. So if your friend has a program, um, that all goes back to maybe a guest episode. Um, you can totally have a link in your show notes, which show notes are like, tells you exactly what the episode's about. And so they can click on your friend's program. And if they purchase that, then you get, a you get money for that. So affiliates reaching out, letting them reach out to you, uh, Uh, Selling on your own podcast. So, yeah, there's tons of ways, tons of ways.
0: I love it. Danny has a question. Okay.
2: Let me read. Okay, Danny, what's your question? That was (laughs) was me like being like, oh, I have a question. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Thank you for this info. It's like, it's really valuable and I'm really curious. I'm a little overwhelmed by it though. So, given that it's natural to be overwhelmed, (laughs) given that response, like, okay, so you're like, I want to start a podcast. What are like the top, like, just like, boom, 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 three things. What are my next action steps to do? Like, is it to get a microphone? Is it to get, like, where do you
1: start? So So your next steps would be to definitely get a microphone um, and then figure out.
2: The one that, Lisa, do you use the one that you told me to get? It's a Yeti
0: um, blue, I think, Pamela. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's
1: what I, I don't even have a Blue Yeti, but that's what I suggest to my, to my students as well, because, um, I just hear so many people talking about it. My husband Mm -hmm. bought me this $60 microphone. It's a JLab microphone. I got it. I bought this pop filter off Amazon. Well, you can't see it because my screen's blurry,
2: Um,
1: but this is like a $60 microphone and it works perfectly. Okay. So eventually I will update. So, yeah. So, um, I would say the next steps are a microphone and then deciding, not so much like the name and all that stuff, but like you want to get clear on who your audience is. So who are you going to be talking to? Um, Getting clear on that. um, And then um, finding out like where you're going to host your podcast. I would say there's like the main things. And then once you do that, you can start building on other things.
2: Cool. Mm -hmm. That's super, super helpful. Okay, cool. And then I'm like Elisa, like I like hearing hearing all like the things that you have to do I'm just like I just want to do it and then have someone mm-hmm. make it work I just want to record it <laughs> yeah and then please yep. someone else do it Yeah. <laughs> all right cool so now I have my three steps yeah which is awesome okay next step. okay love cool. it yeah I, I put a link
0: to the um the microphone that I use in there but okay. Pamela also mentioned a pop filter which I didn't use because I didn't you don't know what you don't know. You just get your, buttons. Oh yeah. And, and I'm so sure it would be different if I didn't have it. <laughs> no, I think the difference is huge. Cause I got one oh, on it? Oh, I don't I don't know know. One, Amazon or whatever. And a pop filter is, I mean, you see it with like, you know, musicians and whatever, but it gets rid of that. Like PFT. Yeah. The poppings.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sort of sounds. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I recommend that as well. A pop filter. I think they're really inexpensive on Amazon, but that's the mic that I use. And I love it. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. they're I I recommend because I listened to some of my first ones. I'm like, oof. <laughs> Not good. Um okay, so I like those action steps. Um outside of a mic, pop filter, and computer, I think the one thing I struggle with is where to record, like acoustically, where to record. Mm-hmm. And I, I've come up with some really um, creative spaces I'm excited to share, Pamela, but I would love to hear your thoughts on that. You mean like audacity or? Sorry, um, like physically, like in your house, oh, in a closet. Yeah, I'm sorry. And... <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, so
1: I am in, my office is actually really amazing. So this house is a, or it comes with, I should say, a secret room. So it's like a bookshelf. You don't even know it's there until I open it. So basically there's no windows in here. So this is perfect for me to record in. So I recorded my office. Um, Jenna Kutcher, if you don't know who she is, she mm-hmm. started in her closet. A lot of people have done it in their closet um but i think um they say that carpet is good and like if you have like a bunch of stuff around you that's good um i don't know what it's called but there's like things you can buy to like make a sound box um but really just to maybe a small enclosed space um is going to be the best in my opinion
0: yeah i i have found a lot of success recording in my car <laughs> And the way that I do that, I don't do it every episode, um, but I follow some that said that they do that. And I was like, "Huh, I'm going to try that. So if you're having like a, you know, a moment of creativity and you're in your car, no one's bothering you. Maybe you're sitting having a, a little snack or whatever. Um, if you use the audio notes, is that what it's called on the iPhone? Anyway, the whatever that is, um, yeah. whatever that app is. And as long as you hold your phone close to your mouth, you're good. So mm-hmm little life hack for you. If you want to just start testing it out and you want privacy and you don't want to buy all the equipment yet, you can just try that out and see what you think yeah. Of it. little yeah, A little hack. It also works if you're, maybe you're on a road trip and you're like inspired by what you're doing. So you can just record with your phone. You don't have to haul your big microphone with you everywhere you go. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's fun. And I also, how do you plan what to say? I think this is a really big thing for people. So I love this question. So
1: now that I'm like a little, I'm not like totally seasoned, but now that I'm at at least a year in business, um, I got a little smart. So what I did is at the end of the year, and you can do this anytime. So please don't feel like you have to wait till December. But what I did is I sent out my audience, a end of year survey. And I had 30 people amazingly fill out the survey and they answered everything I needed them to. They answered, um, I even ask them like, "What do you think when you hear moms do podcast?" I ask them that question, and then I just ask like, "What are your biggest questions about podcasting?" and a few other things. And so that really has helped me build my content out for possibly the year. I mean, hopefully it'll take me, you know, through the at least half a year. Um, And then I have a Facebook group as well, so I'm constantly taking every question that I see about podcasting, and Mm -hmm. I have a notes list, Um, and so that's how I get my content. And just by just by conversation, sometimes it'll be. an inspiring moment that I see on Instagram and I'll just take note of it. So I have like a running notes list. And then I also have a, a spreadsheet with like episode list ideas as well. Um, but the main, I think the main thing that helps me know what to say is what my audience wants. And so I, I ask them, "What what's your question about this? Um, so that's literally like so huge. And it doesn't even have to be like the end of your survey. Like I said, it can just be a random check-in survey. I don't know what you want to call it, but I mean, they're so helpful when you survey your audience and even on Instagram, just ask, you don't know until you ask what your audience wants to hear. That's a great thing to do.
0: I think I'm going to be doing that today.
1: Yeah. i literally, it's helped so much.
0: I asked Ingrid, I remember Ingrid, I asked you, I don't know, like a year ago, and you wrote me the best list. You wrote me so many things. <laughs> I, I, like, like, I know, like, I'm like, I'm sorry,
3: crazy. I totally went crazy. <laughs>
0: oh No, I loved it. I still have the list. I'm just checking them off on my one. So fun. Yeah, I love that. And then um, something else that was on my list that I'm sure you know, Pamela, is how do you get people to listen to your podcast? How do you, how do you share it? What do you, what's yes. the best process for that?
1: So the best way to get people to listen is to, first of all, tell them. So every single week I send an email list out. I post on my Instagram. Um, and there's a few ways you can do Instagram. You can go all out and you can do a feed post and you can do a reel and you can do like a story. But really, I just posted my stories. Maybe once a week, if I feel like it, I'll post on my on my actual feed. Um, but that's really if I feel like it, because I do what I want on Instagram. Um, But I definitely post a story. I send it to my email list and I post it on my Facebook group. And then on top of it all, I optimize my podcast for SEO. So um, literally, if you go to the podcast app right now and type in virtual assistant, because that's who uh, Mama Knows Business is for, I'm like podcast number 10 or 11. So it's really, really, really crucial to set up your podcast for success when it comes to what people are searching. Everything that you touch, Google, Pinterest, um, the podcast app, um, everything. If it has a search bar, it's SEO. You type in what you want to know, and it will show you what you want to see. And so, um, optimizing for SEO is like one of the big things as well.
0: So SEO, uh, search engine optimization.
1: Yes, search so engine optimization. Yep.
0: How do you do that in your podcast?
1: So I do it a few different ways. Um, I try to just think of things off the top of my head of what people are gonna be searching for. And then I also take it a step further and I use something called Uber Suggest. And I just type in, um, and you can pay for this, but there's a free thing that I use cause I don't pay for it. You get like three searches per day. And so you can type in like virtual assistant, you can type in other things and then it'll show you like what people are searching. Um, and you can get ideas that way. And then I also use something called uh, Keywords Everywhere. And that will show you, like, again, what people are searching for. Um, and then you can take some of those keywords and you can use them inside of your um, your podcast description, your podcast titles, um, and all that good stuff. My okay. daughter is home outside. I will be
0: right back. Just give me, like, a minute. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay. Sounds good. Oh my gosh, this is so good. I I had no idea how to optimize uh, a podcast. So this is kind of into the the tech side of things. Like you'll hear SEO when you're talking about a website. um, But now we have SEO with like, Instagram bios, you know, you got to put some keywords in there. So figuring out the words that people are searching for is really smart, because then you can put it in your show notes. And you can put it in your description of your podcast titles of your episodes, all that kind of stuff, which is something I have not done at all. So I learned a, a tidbit there. Um, do you guys have any questions for Pamela when she returns?
2: I have, I have a question and you might be able think, I mean, I'm sure you can answer it too. Like just the, from your experience, the, um, like the, co- the startup costs, what it like, I just would like to wrap my brain around like a month of having a podcast. What is that? What kind of investment is that looking like in the beginning? If if you are um, like yourself, having somebody edit and stuff like that, Ooh. I'm just I'm just yeah. Asking. And then the re- and then also the ROI, like, or is that right? ROI ROI? Yeah, We're you're right. Whatever, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're but right. Like, um, like really getting getting a sense of that just by the two podcasts, <clears> like <throat> the the amount invested and what that looks like from a business expense. Because I'm like for me, I'm just starting out, so I would like to know that. And then, um, like what, what are the returns or for you? I don't know. Like what are the returns have been?
0: Yeah, I'll share, I'll share mine real quick. Um, so yeah, while I... I catch my breath. <laughs> oh, hi. were you running? <laughs> so cute. Um, so the, the paid service that I use, the RSS.com is what I use to upload the podcast. So that's $12 a month that I pay every month. So that's what's hosting the podcast my mic was I don't know a hundred bucks um outside of that the editing that I have I think costs me 30 bucks a month to have it 30 to 40 bucks a month to have it fully edited put on Instagram have a headliner audiogram sent out via email really yeah well Bradley does it Bradley is the support coach in this group um but before him my old assistant was doing it um yeah. It, it's not super time consuming. It's just, there's tasks in your business that are quick and easy, but you don't want to do them. And because mm-hmm. you don't want to do them, they are going to take you forever.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so give it to
0: somebody who's quick is going to get it up, ready to go. Yeah.
2: Um, so you're I talking also, like a hundred, hundred or less a month yeah, about, I mean, just kind of rough. Okay. That's far less than I was thinking. So oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I'm glad I asked that question. And then of course yeah on that investment is going to be you have you nail one client that pays for it
1: exactly yep yeah okay
2: yeah it's great for course launches
0: um you know you can have courses that are available all year that are on like an evergreen sort of schedule you can promote it in your podcast that are not like time and date sensitive and it can just Mm. always be in the flow of your podcast um intro outro sort of thing
1: Yeah. And there are so, there's so many fun things that you can do with podcasting. Like for example, which we will talk about my program. I did like a fun little bonus episode and it was only live for a week and now it's gone. Um, and then also with captivate the host that I use, there's a feature called dynamic ads. And so I can like record my ad and then have it play on all of my episodes and then I can turn it off whenever I want. So it's just so cool. Um, you can enter it like at the beginning of your episode or just like in the middle. Um, so there's a lot of fun things that you can do.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm excited to dig into that. That's something I haven't done. Um, I think all three of you guys listen to my podcast, but that's something that I need to start adding into the podcast is promoting things, you know, the mastermind, yeah. private coaching courses, stuff like that. So that's kind of a layer. You, you just, you don't know what you don't know. You just do your best. So you can always evolve and add to it and and make it better as you go. Yeah, that's so true. So I'm excited to do that. Um, Any questions, Ingrid, Jenny, Danny, any more questions?
3: Uh, Mine's not really from the technical side. It's more like because you had asked me to put in like a name for the podcast and then like what my episodes would be about. And it's like they have pivoted every day just because I'm like trying to, you know, just kind of be alone with my thoughts. And it's like, ah, it's this big, it goes away from one second. We'll help so right I back. just, what's that? Oh, sorry. Um. So uh, hair was, there was something I just wanted, because I, I wrote it on my phone and I wanted to know what you guys think, but, or I could share it on the box or whatever you want to do. If you prefer that.
0: Either way, we got like 10.
3: Um, I wanted my podcast to be around challenges that brought women to the life they have today. So like whatever tragedy or something that brought them to like the best place in their life and just kind of trusting in your path and just having like inspiring stories for women. And um, let's see. As well as interviewing women who perform healing techniques, breathwork tapping, hypnotherapy, solutions to living a happier life with meeting, anti-aging subject matter because I am fifty and in menopause, and it's crazy. And there's not a lot out there as mm-hmm. far as like uh, that. So I thought, mm, that might be a niche. And then anti-aging subject matter, culture, food, because I love food, lifestyle. um like I said, culture, just like, it always fascinates me people's different cultures and like living a better life and how kids are certain ways because of the way they grew up or I don't know. So then I'm like, Oh my God, I got to just hone it down to like one kind of subject, you know, because I'm just, I'm terrible. I'm like, so ADD. I'm like, Oh my God, but I could talk about this and that, you know? So.
1: Yeah. And that, that can definitely be a problem because like, you're, you know, I'm the same way. Um, but I think what helps too is like when you're, when you're talking about what you love, so figure out out of all those topics that you just said, which are amazing, by the way, which one of those is going to light you up the most every single week to talk about. And then, um, another thing to think about is there is probably not a lot of podcasts of 50 year olds going through menopause. So people are probably searching for that. And I don't have the data on, um, like the ages, but I mean, you can look it up the ages of people who listen to podcasts. Um, So, I mean, that might be really, really amazing, Um, but ultimately it's got to be something that lights you up, something that you love That's my advice for that.
3: Yeah. Like Elisa has the tech champagne. So it's like all about your business, launching this and that. And by the way, I am always sending off her episodes. So like, thank you. I love you, Ingrid. Thank you. you Listen to this episode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then there's some in there that are not business related I've got two episodes in there with my husband and talking about you know things like depression anxiety getting engaged getting married I mean it's it's sprinkled in I mean there's only two out of like 45 or whatever but I think it's okay to let people have a glimpse into who you are as a human outside of like the the structure or like the intention of the podcast once in a while I think that's I don't know Pamela I don't know you're the expert here but I, I kind of like listening to that from other people. Like I listen okay. to Shalene Johnson. I've been following her forever <laughs> and she has this woman records like six podcast episodes a week. It's crazy, but she has one called like car smart Fridays and she's in the car and just like random thoughts. And I really like it. It makes uh-huh. me, it makes you connect with someone instead of, I mean, I could sit here and spew business stuff all day long, like a million other people, or I could give you like a little, glimpse into what's really happening, you know? So I think there's room for all of it in a, in a strategic way for you, Ingrid. I think, Mm -hmm. I think there's a value in all of it.
3: Yeah.
0: And I think as women, we need, we need other women to connect and support and make us feel like we're not alone. You know, it's, it's important. I think that's a great um, area to consider is, you know, being in your fifties, and menopause because mm-hmm. it affects your health that affects oh, mm-hmm. your ability to sleep which <laughs> impacts your ability to do business and how you speak to
1: and your just family and like her. my
3: <laughs> my third stage of life of like transforming transforming and now here i am again and like mm-hmm. looking for a new way of making like not my time is valuable now like i am 50 like f the bullshit in life <laughs> you know like mm-hmm. i yeah I'm going to do something with purpose and that I enjoy spending my time doing. So that's kind of what I wanted to put out there to other women. And I have a lot of inspirational people to talk to about that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I have an MSNBC reporter and she left and she wrote a book and I have this, I'm like, Oh my God, can I interview? And she's a journalist too, which is great because she can kind of guide me through Mm-hmm. some maybe question answer kind of things but anyway
0: yeah and you could start with just like recording I just use zoom for all my interviews that's it just hit record it's on zoom it saved your computer whatever you do with it after that is you know that's up to you but you could just start I mean we all have zoom already you know yeah so that could be a fun thing and sometimes when you start a project and just see what happens it kind of evolves by itself like we stopped about the intention and the details and the this and the that. And we just do the thing. And then you're like, oh, this feels good. This direction feels kind of cool.
2: So you, re- so you record your podcast on Zoom and that's what you put in Google Doc and that's what your VA grabs and then puts a logo, whatever, the the great one that you have and makes that and then sends it back and he edits. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, I,
0: I think I left that part out. <laughs> I'm talking about all the systems. Oh yeah, here's where I record it. I just use Zoom. That way we can do, um, you know, interviews really easily. I just hit, you know, record from the beginning, records to my computer. And then, yeah, that file goes into the Google Drive and kind of goes through the workflow that way. And I have a a template that a graphic designer created for me, and it's just in Canva. So it's just the matter of swapping photos in and out and editing the title. But it's the same template for all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Ingrid, I see this being like a really fun project
3: for you. Yeah, I know. I was telling my friend that, and she's like, but how are you going to monetize that? I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I'll just cruise along and figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Because you know me, I love to talk and I'm into retreats and mm-hmm. self, you know, just kind of getting the message out different, you know, different therapies, different, you know, yoga, exercise, just culture, cultural things. So I don't know.
0: Yeah. And you could share things like Jenny's creating a journal right now. Um, She's doing uh, journal prompts in it. I think how many are in there right now, Jenny? 10, 20. Oh, I think you're muted. It makes me like, once I start talking, then it'll give me the option to unmute. Uh (laughs) Um, I think I have like maybe 25 in there. I'm planning to do like a hundred journal prompts. just to get something going (laughs) totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a hundred days, a hundred day journal, I think is what it, what the title is, but those sorts of things, write down some journal prompts that can become your next podcast episode or your first podcast episode, or could spark really good conversation for an interview. You know, it's, I think really great podcast episodes are born out of really simple ideas. Very true. simple, Simple conversations. Um, as far as naming the podcast, Krista, do you have any recommendations there? I love, love, love my name and just found out that it's in violation of someone's trademark recently. Oh, no. So, so I can't. Oh, I do it.
1: remember you talking about that. That's, that's terrible. Um, my So my recommendations are to, first of all, I actually have like a long list. It's not really that long. So you think of a name and you Google search it. Now, the problem with Google searches, and I'm, let me tell you what happened to me, Okay. So when I first started my business, my web design business, I named it Honey Collective. My name, Pamela, means honey. I wanted a collection of like my templates that I knew I was going to sell. And to me, I thought it was amazing. I Googled this name. I grabbed the social medias. I grabbed the domain name. I looked, this was in January. And then six months later in June, I looked everything up. There were three other businesses with the same name. There was a honey shop in Colorado, a jewelry thing in Ohio and uh a band located i don't even know where a band named honey collective so i was like oh crud so i had to change my name (laughs) and then that spiraled into pamela krista um but and that's the hard thing about googling is you really don't i mean seo can kick in at any time and i'm pretty positive that's what happened to because those names did not pop up before um so I guess now what I would recommend is just going for like the trademark, um, going, Mm -hmm. talking to somebody and just trying to trademark it or at least like filing for your LLC. Um, but aside from all that, just doing a thorough Google search, looking on the UPSTO or whatever, USPTO.gov website to check for trademark and then, um, checking all social medias. Um, and also checking for the domain name as well. I actually have an episode about this too. Um, So yeah, those are my, definitely what I recommend for that.
0: Yeah, that's a great point because, um, you know, somebody else might use the name, but it doesn't mean they own the trademark for it. Yeah,
1: true. Yeah.
0: So so the USPT, I forget what it is, but um, Natalie's our go-to. She is uh, a dear friend and she does all the legal stuff for all my clients. So I put her email there in the chat, but she does trademarking and, um, Tech Champagne is not owned by anyone else, but something similar is, which is nothing to do the with name my podcast. that you
1: the name <laughs> that you said didn't even make any like it didn't even sound similar. So I'm
0: no, it was uh, Champagne and Melanin, which is at, like a coaching community for Black women. Um, there's some overlap as to what we teach and what we do, but I just think the names are so different. But because one attorney said they're similar and we're in the similar space, then I'm not going to get the trademark. So. It's not a guarantee <laughs> for anyone, but I'm also not going to stop using it until someone tells me not to.
1: Yeah, ah. <laughs> the only similar mm-hmm. thing is the word
0: champagne. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> you can't own the trademark for the word champagne. <laughs> no, yeah. you can't trademark commonly used words. Um, right, it's, just, it's not, it's not possible. So yeah. that is a is a bummer. But the the flip side, I, I love sharing this information to kind of as I'm learning it. Um, if I decide for the next six months, nothing's going to happen. I'm going to use it, you know, whatever, whatever. But if this person, and they're also not notified when these sort of decisions are made. So that's fine too. If she were to find that I'm using this and then she were to decide that it's in violation of a trademark, she could find me 20 grand and I'd have to pay it, which is mm. a huge bummer. So the alternative is I could also ask her for permission to use my name, which is officially in violation of her trademark and she could say yeah go ahead and I hope if she's like a women's empowerment coach that she (laughs) is supportive and says go ahead yeah (laughs) so just a little um I don't know a little story about trademarking and how that might work yeah I've seen people get huge fines and it's a big deal it's a really big deal so you don't want someone to send you to collections and have it on your credit and all of that because They have the legal right to do that. Um, So when we're creating our podcasts and kind of brainstorming names, just make sure you're doing like a little Google search or reach out to Natalie and and have her do a search. Cause she could do a search for you, which doesn't include like the big commitment to um, filing for the trademark and all of that. She could do like an initial search for you, which will save you a lot of time
3: later on down the road.
0: so um Pamela is there anything else anything that we are forgetting
1: um no I don't think so um I'm super approachable so if any of you have any questions about how either I can help you or how to get started um I would love to to chat with you about that
0: well and you you have a program right where you help it's not done for you but it's done with you right
1: yeah yeah so it's not a DIY and it's not a done for you but it's kind of in the middle Um, I'm creating a course to help, um, other women and moms launch a podcast. And so, um, it's a six week program. We actually start next week. Um, I have two spots open for, um, Voxer coaching left. Um, but it comes with a, um, private Facebook group and lifetime access to the course, um, and six weekly group calls. Um, and every single week, a new module is released um and then there are some uh bonuses which are really really amazing um podcast artwork is in there so I have a brand designer who is giving away some free canva templates to DIY your own podcast training um and then um one of my really good friends uh is a show it website designer she's actually certified through show it she's giving away a free h page a free eight page website template um so if you don't have a website um it's a Podcasting is a great way to send them to your website. Um, So there's going to be trainings about that, social media templates to help you with your launch. Um, And then um, some coming up bonuses are going to be um, Pinterest and podcasting. And then also how to write a great description and show notes with uh, one of my friends who's a copywriter. Um, And then week one was just released yesterday. And so that is all about podcast equipment, podcast name, tagline, and description. Getting clear on your audience, um, selecting keywords for your podcast, outlining and naming your episodes, creating a podcast folder to become organized, choosing your podcast music, um, episode length and frequency, um, the best episode structure strategy, and then podcast artwork. So that's all in module one. Um, But yeah, it's going to be a great time um, having all of those experts that I said are also hopping on a call just like this. Um, So you can, they can answer any questions about the podcast or the web design or um, social media. And um, it's at a very, very discounted price right now. So um, it's 500 for, um, for the program, for everything that I said for the six week program to launch a podcast. So that's what the program is. Um, And then in addition to that, I also do offer like a full on just launch. So if you don't want to deal with it at all and you just literally want to hit record. um, I also offer that as well. And then I do monthly management as well. And um, a few other things. I do uh, podcast audits. So when you have a podcast and you want to audit it to see how you can improve it, I do that as well.
0: So great. You're like the one stop shop. I love it. I
1: am. That's exactly what I was going for. (laughs) So thank you for saying that. That mission.
0: completed. <laughs> yeah. I I love it. Cause I think taking the mystery out of how things actually are created, it, it takes a little bit of the overwhelm out, you know? So yeah. Otherwise we're like, I would never do that. It sounds really scary and big, but mm-hmm. it, it really isn't. So thank yeah. you. Oh, Jenny has to go. I think. Okay. Bye darling. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Uh, any questions, Ingrid or Danny? I feel like there's, like, ideas and episodes, like, swirling around your head. I can see them like little birds on cartoons.
3: <laughs> I just feel like it's it's pulling the trigger for me. Yeah. Like, just got to pull the trigger on something. Pull it. Just, you, know, pull it. It, it, you think about all this <laughs> stuff in your head, and you're like, okay, I don't even – then all of a sudden, I'm like, I don't know where
2: to start, you know? I like the idea that you gave, Lisa, to – to just start recording on Zoom, because that's content. I I actually, that in itself, like is such an empowering first step. I record stuff, I use Zoom all the time. It's like, okay, just start recording. Like, And I think I would do that first, and then I will probably get very clear on then who my target market is, just based on what I feel passionate about right now to talk about. Mm -hmm. And then I think I'll go backwards. Like I don't want to start and like pinpoint a target market and, and a, and a name and all that. Like I want I want to just deliver, based on what's happening in my head and heart and my life. <laughs> There's so much content, <laughs> um, and then see what like what lands for me.
3: And uh, yeah. I like what Pamela was saying. She has like two. You can always like put two different ones. You know, mm-hmm. like you know, one about women who aspire and then another podcast about like women in their fifties and like, you know, still having young kids and like, and teenagers and, you know, Mm -hmm. like just, there's all this stuff that happens and feeling like you're too old for certain things. There's just so much stigma out there, you know, that's, you know,
2: I I like that idea that you just said right there. Yeah. That you feel too old. Like, that for me, I think that would be something that would be, that would land on a lot of women. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I don't know, just if you want to jot that down, because to me, that's, I would be like, yes. Yeah. Like we, yes, no, and no permission needed kind of right? kind of approach.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you could start over like at any stage in your life, you know, it's, there's all kinds of things that happen in life that, Mm -hmm. um, you know, push you to start a new chapter, all kinds of things, as we all know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Planned and unplanned things happen. And then that's, I think that's really where the magic is born. That's kind of where we get pushed outside our comfort zones anyway. So I'm into it. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, Pamela, thank you. I know you have your kiddos there.
1: Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you again. I really appreciate it. very, well. I, yeah. I'm glad you guys found it valuable. Um, seriously, reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at Pamela Krista. Um, my website is pamelacrista.com. So, um, let me know if you guys have any questions. I'd be more than happy to help you, even if it's just a chat. Awesome.
0: Okay, thank you. I think we'll hang on, we'll hang on uh, for a few more minutes on this call. Just, um, Ingrid and Danny just want to catch up with you guys too, if, if you want to do that. But Krista, thank you so much. I'm excited to yeah, so Thank a resource you for us, and I'll, I'll be sending this out to my email list as well. Okay. Perfect. Thank you so much. Okay. Talk Bye. soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.